Choose to Be podcast, where we talk about all things mindset. We're going to jump right into the topic today, and that is building your professional network as a student. Now, this is a topic that's going to be relevant for all students, but it's going to be most insightful for those like myself who didn't have parents who knew about a professional network or who had a professional network to get me started, to get me to hit the ground running as a student who's, you know, taking advantage of what I'm learning in class and also putting in some work outside of class to get more exposure, um, learn about exciting opportunities, learn about various scholarships, um, learn about jobs and internships, and building my resume. All of these things can be connected to building a professional network. And I'm recording this episode in the hopes that I can be just another person to encourage you to start networking. And maybe you've heard in school or you've heard people say, you should network, you should reach out to people and build connections. And maybe this is your sign that it's time to set some goals around that. And hopefully with what you learn and what you take away in this episode, you feel a little more confident, you feel like it's within your grasp to be able to see yourself making connections. And that's what networking is, it's just making connections. It can feel like an intimidating word, it can feel new, like you know, you're putting a new pair of shoes on. And that is a little scary because it's a new version of you that's trying to emerge and you're growing and it takes uncomfort and discomfort to grow. So that's a great sign. And hopefully with what you take away from this conversation, you have a little bit more of like a fire or a desire to reach out and start thinking about how you can make connections and network. So we're just going to start off with that. What does it mean to build your network? What does that mean? Well, building your network can look a variety of ways. But in essence, it really means that you're building connections, that you're introducing yourself, you're exposing yourself. It can be on a one-on-one conversation. It can be virtual. It can be uh, through message, through uh, email. It can be you speaking on a panel to hundreds of people. Networking can look many different ways, but in essence, what it is is making connections. And making connections can be as simple as saying hello, giving your introduction, who you are, what year you are as a student, what your major is, what you're interested in learning about, what your goals are, you know, some of your experience, almost like a 30-second pitch, right? So just a simple introduction can lead to a fruitful conversation, a back-and-forth conversation with somebody. And sometimes, you know, the worst that can happen is that they don't respond, but you put yourself out there. Who's to say three months later they won't read that? and maybe respond to you. Maybe they were just too busy, or maybe they didn't want to respond at that moment, but all of a sudden, three months later, you you shared who you are and what you're doing, and they, they find a way to connect with you because they might need what you offer, or they might want to tell you about an opportunity that matches with you. So it really is taking the first step to introduce yourself, and that can really lead to a lot of possibilities, maybe not that exact moment, 
but in the future. And at the end of the day, what I found eye-opening like piece of networking and making connections is what I learned is that people have emotions. So even people who are professional and you know, you think that they are like this stone cold person, they're professional, or they mean business and they are focused and driven, like yes, that's true. But they also have emotions. They're people, they're human beings. And if you reach out and they like you and you express your interests, you express your curiosity, you're enthusiastic, and I mean, ultimately, that shows that you care about what they're doing. That's going to leave a little imprint on them that they really enjoy being around you and they would like to work with you maybe, or they'd like to offer you something. There's so many possibilities, maybe collaborations, maybe a speaking engagement, coming back and being on a panel. There's a lot of reasons to look at people as human beings as well because those connections can lead to future opportunities. And you know, at the end of the day, they're just humans just like you and they have feelings. So if you look at it that way, it also takes a little bit of the pressure off um, and the nervousness, that nervous feeling of uh, introducing yourself to somebody new. And I will forever remember that quote that I just share that people are human beings. My community college counselor told me that. <laughs> I took one of his classes and, you know, he was talking about office hours and he said, you know, at the end of the day, if you visit office hours, you're going to impact the professor because they have feelings. <laughs> just remember that. They're going to remember you and you're going to stand out and they have feelings. And he's like, I'm not saying that they're going to change your grade or anything, but they have feelings and you never know. <laughs> I love that quote so much that I still remember it because <laughs> it is very true. It's very, very true. So we talked a little bit about what it means to build your network. At the end of the day, it's connections. You're putting yourself out there, showing enthusiasm, impacting people, and showing that you care and that you're interested. So why build your network? How can it serve you as a student? Why should I be spending my time on this? For one, it gives you exposure. So not only are you getting exposure by having people see you, maybe you're in a virtual room and you know you make an appearance, you go to in-person events, mixers, conferences, you gain exposure. But not only do you put yourself out there, you are also putting yourself in front of ex experts and professionals that you might want to connect with. So maybe there's a workshop or a presentation and at the end of the presentation the presenters usually share their email how you can best contact them and that's exposure that means that you're able to reach out maybe you're able to connect with them on linkedin maybe you're able to send them an email send them a message and go from there you already have your foot in the door you can mention that presentation and you know that what you learned from it, any questions that you might have. So it gives you exposure to opportunities and professionals. Second, it also allows you to learn about opportunities, exciting opportunities such as scholarships, any like grants or financial aid. And these are important because it's free money and you want to know about what is out there, what exists. And if you show up in rooms, most likely you're going to know about opportunities that are available because you are a student who cares. And they're going to be presenting it to those students that show up and spend their time wanting to be engaged and are interested. So there's always opportunities to learn about scholarships and financial aid and those types of opportunities as well if you show up and expose yourself with trying to make connections in various presentations or events, workshops, mixers, 
there's always things floating around and you wouldn't you wouldn't know about it until you meet someone who's maybe representing that scholarship or representing an organization that offers uh, opportunities like that okay number three you probably guessed it building relationships and connections with people in your field so they can give you advice and guidance. And this is important because, you know, as a student, you only have your professors. You go to class, those are the ones that are given to you. You visit office hours, that's a way to connect with them. Also, connecting with other experts, other professionals who might be in the same field of study as you and can offer you more people to connect with, right? A very important question to always ask somebody that you're in doing an informational interview on, you're trying to connect, you're trying to learn and get guidance is to always ask them, what other people do you know of that I can reach out to who can help me in this area? Who else should I talk to? And that's super important because they're opening the door for you to step into more opportunities, to connect with more people, to expand your network. Building relationships with the people in your field and asking them who else you can connect with is super valuable. And you can also ask questions about how their career is. Um, What does the job look like for them? What's the most challenging part? What's the most enjoyable part? That's a time for you to also learn about your career interests, your career goals, in case you might be having any doubts on whether the career path that you're taking is the right one for you. Okay, so number four is learning about jobs and internship opportunities. Now this one's a no-brainer because how will you know that those internships exist if you're not connecting with people and you're not being exposed to these opportunities, right? Because school is only gonna offer you so much, just what you have to do in your classes, If you don't put in the work outside of the classroom to expose yourself to opportunities that you can land and apply for, they're not going to show up at your doorstep. You're going to have to take some time to uh, put yourself out there, meet people, and be in the same rooms where those representatives of organizations will be. Because these people are not in the classroom with you. They're doing their work where they're where they are at their organization they have their life separate from you at your school in your class and how can you get to that person who's not even like at your school who is not in your classroom and you don't know about these opportunities they're not on your syllabus no one's talking about them because nobody really knows that they exist stumble upon them depending on you know, where you surround yourself, how you use your time, what you're spending your time on, it will connect you to those important opportunities. So those students that are spending that little extra time researching on Google, who are saying, hey, I would like to volunteer as a student panelist, they're putting themselves in the position of being exposed and potentially meeting people who can offer them more exciting opportunities. This leads us to the next point. It's a perfect segue. Point number five is building your resume. And I believe building your resume can connect to many things. So by you trying to build your professional network, it's not only going to hit one bird with that one stone. It's going to hit many birds. So like as I said, you're getting exposure, possible scholarships, financial aid opportunities, building relationships with people in your field, maybe probably making a mentor out of that. Um, jobs, internship opportunities, resume builder, like all of these things are intertwined. And there's so many benefits to trying to build your professional network. And for me, I'm going to speak uh, on my own personal experience and how I, how one thing led to another for me. 
and I hope that it encourages you to feel empowered and see opportunities where you might think there won't be any opportunities. And this connects to expanding my professional network because that's all that I was doing <laughs> when I look back at it. But at the time, I wasn't intentionally doing it because I didn't know. But now, looking back, I can, s I can connect the dots and say, wow, I was building my professional network. And I'm here today to share this so that you can also say that at an earlier stage. <laughs> so you won't have to realize it like me after the fact. So in community college, I um, wanted to do more. I wanted to help more people. I wanted to be a person who could help other students. And I just wanted to be helpful and I supported to others. So I did many things. One thing was start a study group. This was during the pandemic. I had a summer math class that as we all know, it's hard to make friends virtually in your classes when it's all, like online only. And um, I reached out to students. I opened up a Zoom room to study together and I ended up connecting with two students and we would study every day for this math class. It was fast paced because it was over the summer and we both passed, got great grades. And that was my first way of networking was with my peers, with other students, making a relationship with them and feeling tied to them <laughs> through this class where we're both benefiting mutually and we're learning off of each other. We're getting the best grade that we can get. From there, I said, all right, that was really awesome. I love doing this. <laughs> How can I do more? This is just me and my class connecting with my classmates. How can I get more? How can I connect with more people? and support more students. I looked into my college and what they were offering and I saw that there was a student government and I said, all right, I'm signing up for that. I'm running for office and I applied, I ran and I got votes and I was elected in as the, the director of communications. I did a lot of things connected with many clubs, promoted a lot of their events, met a lot of the administrators and a lot of people <laughs> in the college and outside of the college. I attended many meetings. I was on many committees. I met many professors that weren't my professor, but I eventually got to know them because I was in the meetings that they were in. And throughout that time, I had professors reach out to me to help them with certain flyers and events that they were putting on. So me with my little creative <laughs> self making flyers, um, I was helping these uh, professors and I was learning about different opportunities. One professor said, hey, I'm gonna be s going abroad to Ireland. Would you like to come? And shared some financial aid opportunities for me to go. I wasn't able to go, but hey, I got offered to go with her. <laughs> and you know, if somebody who was interested in going to Ireland over the summer, that would have been a great opportunity. Um, for me, it wasn't viable at the time, but that was an offer that I got. While in student government, I got to meet a lot of other staff and faculty. Um, a lot of them aren't professors, but they work at the school. So you have to really like work your way around and meet people to get to know who works there. And one of the faculty had shared with me an opportunity that they thought I would be a great candidate for. And I should really think of applying for it. That's what they said. And I looked at it. I said, hmm, this is interesting. I've never heard of this. And I said, all right, why not? I'm going to join it. And it was a college leadership program. So I was like, awesome. I'll learn more leadership skills. I will be around other Latinas. And I will learn how to network. I will learn how to build my online presence. And like, it had a lot of... Um, 
workshops that they were offering. And then at the end of the three months, I got to graduate from that program and, you know, get a little recognition that I completed this college leadership program. If y'all are interested in learning about this specific opportunity, it's called Hispanas Organized for Political Equality. And it is a program for undergraduate Latina students. Um, and it's called the Hope College Leadership Program. And at the end of completing this three-month college leadership program, I had the opportunity to apply to an award through this organization. And they were presenting five Latina future history makers at the 2022 Latina History Day conference in LA. And I applied, I got the award. <laughs> so I was able to fly to LA and I was selected as a future history maker. Um, I got to register my mom to come to the conference with me. We got pre-event glam session uh, with Estee Lauder companies. I got a little prize package which with a bunch of makeup and I was featured on the website and their social media. So hint, hint, more exposure. And um, you know, this award really highlights um, Latinas who foster a unique spirit of passion and possess a vision that has that brings communities together or char charts a new path of discovery. So it's a very distinguished award that I can put on my resume. Um, so if I wouldn't have met my advisor at community college, this faculty member who connected me to this program, I would have never applied, I would have never joined and graduated, and I would have never known that they had an award that they give um, at the start of every year to honor future Latina history makers. And at that conference, I also got a, an award from the mayor of Los Angeles, and I'm from the Bay Area, so for me to be in LA and receiving recognition from the mayor of LA, I felt really special because I'm not an LA native, <laughs> like I'm not from LA. Um, and I also got uh, another award recognition from the LA County Board of Supervisors as well for the positive impact that I made in my community. At community college, it led me to building connections, mentorships, guidance, tips, advice from all of these other Latina experts and professionals. I expanded my network. I got to put a few things on my resume. Like I talk about hitting multiple birds with one stone, right? It's it completely like changed my community college experience. In addition to this opportunity, I also had the opportunity to visit Washington DC with my fellow student government representatives. I got to learn a different culture on the East Coast. We got to bond together, visit conferences, also build on our leadership skills. We got to meet our fellow representative and you know, talk about our experience as a student. So it was that led, <laughs> being in student government led to more opportunities to get outside of my bubble in California, in the Bay Area. And with that as well, I as being a student government representative, I got offered to be a volunteer and speak at conferences. I was a student, so I could share my expertise as a student. And at the time, there was a lot of legislative conferences for community colleges. So students were not attending, but presidents of colleges were attending, deans of colleges were attending, and uh, people who were sitting on the boards on these colleges were attending. And you know, I got offered if I would like to be a student volunteer to speak at a legislative conference on my experience as a student after the pandemic. And I said, yeah, I'd love to do that. And I got to go to Sacramento and I was on a panel with five other students. And when it got to me, I 
said my experience in community college and introduced myself to the room. There was like about 200 people in there. And at the end of the panel, I had a lot of people come up to me. They said, wow, I just want to commend you for your experience, <laughs> for your, for your drive and motivation. I had like people just come up to me to just congratulate me. I felt very weird, <laughs> but it was good. I liked it. It was the first time for me. It was the first time that people came to me and like gave me that recognition. And then I also had a representative from an organization come up to me and said, hey, this is my name, this is my number, visit this website, you'd be amazing to apply for this internship opportunity. And I was like, oh, swear, <laughs> say less, I'm going to apply. And that internship, uh, that representative that connected me to the organization for that internship led me to interning for the National Science Foundation this summer. I'm currently intern wi interning with them right now as we speak. Um, and I wouldn't have gotten that opportunity if I didn't go to that conference to volunteer to speak about my experience as a <laughs> student in the COVID pandemic. And it's crazy to me to think that, you know, I was just going to share my experience and I got something out of it. I got to have a job opportunity that I'm getting paid, a paid internship. I'm getting exposure through this organization. I have a mentor at the National Science Foundation. I have something else on my resume. I can do more networking and access more <laughs> staff at the National Science Foundation who work there. So I'm really excited to just like take this to the next level because it all started with a, a very small step and a very just small intention to just help others and to just put myself out there and share my experience. And that eventually led me to bigger and bigger opportunities. And I will also share the name of this organization. It's called Haku Hispanic Association of Colleges and Universities. And anyone is welcome to apply. You don't have to be Hispanic to apply. Um, you do have to turn in an essay and letters of recommendation. There's a lot of steps to the application, but you can apply year round, spring, summer, fall. They have virtual, hybrid, and in-person opportunities. And they're all paid and your travel is paid just depending on who you get matched with. Um, they are federal internships though. So if you're not interested in working in the federal government, then this might not be an opportunity for you. Um, but it doesn't matter what major you are. You can get matched with a federal agency if you look into that um, organization and the opportunities that they have. They also have scholarships for Hispanic serving universities. My university is not Hispanic serving, so unfortunately I cannot apply to their scholarships, but you know, if you go to a CSU or maybe a college that is Hispanic serving, you're able to apply for the scholarships that they offer. So definitely check them out. And we really pretty much went through all of the basics that come with building your professional network. So now we're going to just quickly dive into how you can do this. What are the modes that you can do this? One, I mentioned in person, online. In person, look at what your college is offering. Look at the extracurriculars that you can get involved in. Those extracurriculars are, go are going to connect you with other opportunities. So don't see this as a one-way kind of like end, um, a dead end, like, oh, I'm going to apply to this uh, extracurricular or I want to be in student government. I want to um, be a student representative for my school. I want to, I don't know, 
do something for my school. It's not going to stop there. It's going to allow you to be engaged and get to know and be exposed to more opportunities. So definitely know that in person, everyone that you meet is important, like myself. I was meeting people outside of my classes that helped me find these opportunities to apply for and eventually really grow my resume to be more competitive. So really take those opportunities in your extracurriculars and outside of the classrooms because they're really valuable. And there's also online networking, which you can do on LinkedIn, sending emails, um, looking up people at your university and contacting them, visiting their office hours. There's so many virtual opportunities that you can build your online uh, presence and your professional network. In our next episode, I'm going to be talking about how to build your online presence on LinkedIn. I actually had a really great mentor. Um, I was in a mentorship for three months with a Forbes 30 under 30 list maker, and he had a bunch of workshops for me that he led with two other students to help me build my LinkedIn profile. So I'll be sharing those tips with you in our next episode, so stay tuned. I know a lot of students know that LinkedIn might be important, but they don't know how to use it or it's their first time and it feels weird and they're not sure if they're doing it right. But I had those same questions too. So don't worry. I'm going to share the tips that I learned from my mentor uh, and you'll be able to apply them to your profile and start popping up for people and building more connections there. I hope that you took some valuable information from some of these tips and learning a little bit more about what it means to build your professional network why it's important, what you can benefit from it, and if anything, to take a little bit more confidence in yourself that this is a new thing for you and you're going to grow and feel a little uncomfortable, but it's possible. Thank you all for sticking around and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye.